Hey folks, this is Dr. Ray Self. You're about to listen to Self Talk. Today I've got a very interesting show. I'm talking about blindness. I'm talking about America the blind. America the great is America the blind. What are we going to do about this blindness that is and darkness that has covered our nation? I don't know about you, but I'm frustrated with it. But I also know that God has opened up the eyes of many people who can see the truth. But our leaders, so many of our leaders are completely blind and walking in a horrible darkness. Let's talk about that. Let's see what we can do. And let's talk about how you are blessed and favored. You know, thank you for listening to, to Self Talk. Don't forget to check out my uh, my website for the for the podcast where you can see all the episodes and you can subscribe. Give me a review, which would really help us. That's icmcollege.org slash self-talk, icmcollege.org slash self-talk. Hey, thanks for listening to Self-Talk with Dr. Ray Self. Hey, welcome to Self-Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Self. Today, I want to talk about something that we're faced with every day, every single day. And we're faced with things that Paul wrote about over 2,000 years ago, or a little bit less than 2,000 years ago. We are being faced with this problem every day. I don't know about you, but I get very frustrated as a Christian when I see these ungodly things happening in our nation, ungodly laws, ungodly beliefs, ungodly things that we celebrate in our nation that are just, to me, are just crazy and insane. How can you support this and believe this? And what the Lord continues to show me, and I want you to understand this because, first off, you have an incredible blessing in the fact that you have the Holy Spirit and you can discern things, but the world doesn't have that. And I get really frustrated, and and sometimes I want to debate, and I want to argue with the world the things of God, but we have a problem. No matter what you tell them, they cannot see it because of the following scriptures, the following problems that Paul wrote about almost 2,000 years ago. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, Paul wrote, in whose case the God of this world has blinded Pay attention to that word, blinded the minds, blinded the minds of the unbelieving so they might not see the gospel of the glory of Christ, who's the image of God. So the God of this world is Satan. What has he done? He blinds the minds of the unbelieving. So what we see going on in our country, we see judges who are unbelievers. We see senators, congressmen, the president of the United States, the vice president of the United States. They're unbelievers. How do I know that? Because you know them by their fruit. They're unbelievers. And their minds are blind. And when somebody's minds are blind to the things of God, to the light of the gospel, they're going to do things contrary to the gospel. They're what the Bible also calls as natural people, the natural man. We go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Paul wrote again, But the natural man, that's the worldly man, does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Okay, for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. Which this scripture, which is so amazing about this, is the things of God 
are discerned spiritually. So a natural man cannot understand or even know the things of God. But you, if you're listening to me and you have the Holy Spirit, you do know the things of God. You do understand the things of God. You can spiritually discern the things of God, but the worldly people, the unbelievers, and unfortunately we have a nation that's led by a lot of unbelievers, cannot understand or know the things of God. Therefore, they pass laws that are not of God. They, they have things they celebrate and things they put upon us that are not of God because they are blind, because the God of this world has blinded their minds. I don't think that, for instance, let's pick on Joe Biden. I mean, I don't think he's an evil man. I don't think he's a bad man. I think he's a blind man. Uh, you know, I think he's blind. And I'm, this is not a political statement. I think that the God of this world has blinded the minds of our president and millions of other people. And he doesn't understand the things of the Spirit of God. And so neither does much of our leaders. These things are spiritually discerned. You know, and Paul talked again about this in 1 Corinthians 1.18. For the message of the cross is foolishness. Foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. That's the worldly people. You know, unfortunately, if you don't know Christ, you have a bad future. You're perishing. But to thus for being saved, the salvation, the cross is the power of God. So it's you cannot argue people into the kingdom of God. When, when the Lord saves someone, he comes upon them and you, you become a new creation. You see, Christianity is not a belief. It is a new life. It's a new life that God puts in you. God does something in you. God makes the change in you. And God also sends his Holy Spirit who enlightens your mind to see and understand the truth. And without this, you did not see or understand the truth. I mean, one common thing that I'll just, I'll just pick on. I cannot fathom anyone on the planet Earth believing that it is okay to kill a child just because the child's in the womb that this child could be killed if the mother decides to. Now I know it's the mother's body and I get all that kind of stuff. I get it, but there are other, there are other options, but this baby has a right to live too. And so to me, they say, well, it's pro pro life, pro choice. Well, I should have a right. What is pro choice? I should have a right to choose to kill my child. I'm going, that's not, that's not right. The only thing I can say is somebody has blinded the minds of an unbeliever. And there's so many other crazy things where not only are we, you know, tolerating sin in our nation, we're celebrating sin. So much crazy stuff. Uh, with, you know, trans athletes and all this crazy stuff that we celebrate. And then if you do not celebrate along with the people who are blinded, they think you're blinded and they think you're a racist and you're a bigot and you're labeled and you're persecuted, all this kind of stuff. But the point is, if you're a Christian, you're able to see things and discern things that other people cannot see or discern because the things of God are spiritually discerned. You have an incredible blessing. God put his Holy Spirit in you, and now you can understand the things of God. You can read scripture and understand it. 
a person without the Holy Spirit cannot understand the things of God. This is what the Bible's telling us. This is why when you go into, you want to debate an atheist, it's really difficult because you can, I mean, the, the, the evidence for God is overwhelming. The evidence throughout creation is overwhelming. The evidence that evolution is the biggest farce ever put upon mankind, totally non-scientific, is overwhelming. But it's difficult to convince an unbeliever because his mind has been blinded to the truth of God. You, though, you, my friend, are blessed. You're blessed because God has chosen you and put his spirit in you. You can spiritually discern the things that are of God. It's, a, it's an incredible blessing that you know what you know and you see what you see. But don't fall into the trap that I've been into many times because I see it. And to me, it's just clearly evident in the message of the cross. It's like, who could possibly deny it? But people deny it all the time. You know, the, the proof that Jesus is the son of God is over and over and over. 83 prophecies fulfilled, eyewitnesses, historical evidence, incredible evidence of Christ is who he is. But when your mind is blinded, no matter what you share, these people cannot see it. So I would get frustrated that people cannot see God's truth and cannot really know God because their minds have been blinded. But you, you are listening to this podcast. Your mind has been opened up. You have the spirit of God. So not only when you get born again, when you get born again, it's not just a great experience. You're, you change into another person. The Holy Spirit enlightens your mind, illuminates your mind, so you can understand God, you can understand God's word, you can commune with him, talk to him, and hear him. These are tremendous blessings, but the world does not have these blessings. And so my prayer is, Lord, open up the eyes of the world. Let's rebuke this assignment. We rebuke this assignment against the world. Because you see, when a person is blind, they cannot see the truth. And Jesus said, I am the, the way, the truth, and the life. They cannot see Jesus. It's all foolishness to them because they have been blind. But you can see. You have, as Paul said, the eyes of your understanding have been opened. You know, um, so many people think that Christianity is simply a philosophy or belief, and it's not true. Christianity is not a philosophy or belief. When a person becomes a Christian, that means they've been born again. That means they accepted Christ as your Savior. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. But this is not just a practice. Something happens to you. When you're saved, the Spirit of the Lord comes in you, to, to live in you, upon you, and all of a sudden you are born again, which means you start a new life. And it's not a new life that you have uh, so much as decided to do. It's something new in me, in you. When I, I'll give you just an example. You know, I was saved many, many years ago. I was a young man and up in Memphis, Tennessee. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. So 
I went down on an Easter Sunday morning to accept Christ with my dad. My dad was saved at the same time I was saved. It was a, it was a big old Baptist church, and um, we went down front, and um, you know they, we went through the sinner's prayer and confessed Jesus as Lord. All right, right in front of a big, large church, big pipe organ playing, all this kind of stuff, you know, and and they decided to have a baptism service that Sunday night. So Sunday night, my father and I come back to the church, and you know they have the big baptism, the baptismary um, back behind the choir, and so we 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 get in our, our robe and we get somewhere to where the baptismary is, and you know wade out in the water. There's the pastor. He's actually in uh, duck waders. He's got these boots on, and this bib on, like he's the duck hunter. Anyway, but he puts me under the water, and then he raises me up. Now, of course, that symbolizes being buried with Christ and raising with Christ. Now, okay, that's cool. It did the same thing for my father. But something happened to me. So the next morning, the next morning, um, I'm up and just kind of walk. I have a very, uh, lived in Memphis, Tennessee with a very large backyard, beautiful backyard. And it was springtime. And I walked out in the backyard, like I played in the backyard, you know, quite often as a kid. And I noticed that things were different. Uh, I'll never forget this. The grass was greener. The sky was bluer. Sounds were, it's like I could hear the birds chirping. I, everything was just more clear. It was like a, a veil had lifted off of my eyes. And everything, I knew something had changed. Everything looked different. Things felt different. I felt different in my heart. You see, I was born again. I became another person. Why am I telling you this? Because Christianity is just not something you believe. It's about being born again, and you literally become different. You become another person. And then the Holy Spirit comes, and all of a sudden you're able to understand the things of God. Now, now some years later, I get baptized with the Holy Spirit, which is another whole story. And then really, really, really at that point was really getting it. But what the blessing of being born again and being changed. So Christianity is just not a philosophy. It's, it's, it's much more than a belief. It's a whole new life that God puts in you. you, you God changes you. You become a different person. I'll never forget, give you another quick example, because I, I want to I say this, that when you're a Christian, it's supernatural. When you're a Christian, it's not that this is a lifestyle, although you should have a Christian lifestyle. You see, you have a Christian lifestyle not to be saved. You, you walk the Christian lifestyle because you are saved. You know, that's, that's a whole other topic there. But something changes within you, and all of a sudden, my eyes could see. And you see, the world is still blind. They cannot see things that I see. And if you're listening to me and you're saved, and I think most of this audience, you know, I am talking to saved Christians, you see things, understand things of God that people of the world cannot understand. Okay, so I was no longer blind, but the world still is blind, and a blind man cannot see the truth. Therefore, they will come into agreement and sometimes even celebrate the lie. And that's why it's so critical that we pray against the God of this world, that he would open up the eyes so people could begin to see the truth of the gospel. What America needs 
is to be able to see, to see the truth of God, to be saved. America needs Jesus because the world is acting more and more and more and more like the world. You know, it's one thing. We've always had a sin problem and a sin nature. But what's changed in America is no longer does America have a problem with sin. America is celebrating sin. Celebrating sin. And if you don't celebrate it with them, then you are ostracized, blackballed, and called a bigot, and, and, and you need therapy. So what I'm saying is what we're dealing with in America today is blindness. Blindness. People who cannot see because they have not been born again. And it is tragic. But in this tragedy, I want you to understand, my listener, you are blessed. If you're saved and you can discern the things of God, you have an incredible blessing. The Paul even wrote about that kings used to wish for this wisdom, but you have this wisdom. You have something that a lot of people don't have. You've been chosen by God, filled with his spirit, adopted as a joint heir with Jesus Christ. This is who you are, and you can see the truth, but we have an obligation to be a light in the darkness and to 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 share the truth. You see, I'm going to share the gospel and people don't get it. But what happens so many times when you share the gospel, the Holy Spirit comes upon them and the Holy Spirit begins to touch their heart and touch their eyes. And all of a sudden they are opened up and they can begin to see the truth as the Holy Spirit comes upon them and they become another person. Countless times you see people turn from their evil ways I was going to tell you the story of my dear friend, Marcus, because, and I'll share this story. Matter of fact, he's with the Lord. He passed away from a terrible car wreck. I think it was about five years ago. It was, it was awful. He was my associate pastor uh, up in just outside of Memphis, Tennessee. And Marcus was a huge guy. I would guess he's probably 6'3", 260 pounds, just a, a big old guy. And, uh, he was this teddy bear. He always had a smile on his face. He was always laughing. And he was always hugging people. Had incredible spiritual gifting. Loved to prophesy. Loved to pray. Great preacher. Super talented guy. And one of the most loving, kind-hearted men I've ever met in my life. And I'll never forget the way he would laugh. And he would laugh at my corny stuff. And he would get corny. And I would get corny. And we had a lot of time, good times laughing and also eating together from when he could eat. One day, Marcus was kind of sharing his story. And he said, Dr. Ray, you don't understand who I used to be. And I said, well, who's you used to be? He said, you know how when you're walking in the dark, there's always, you pray you never meet a certain type of person. He said, I was that person. I was your worst nightmare. I was the guy that you prayed you never met on the street because I'd stick a gun to your head and I'd take everything you own. And he told me this. and I, It was just hard to believe. What happened to Marcus? How did he change from your worst nightmare to this teddy bear full of love? God being born again. And now Marcus's eyes were open. And he could discern the things of God and the truth of God. And he becomes another person. So my point is, salvation recreates you into another person. It's not just a belief. 
it's 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 a whole new life that God puts in you, and He changes you, and you can see the things of God. But the world can't see these things, and the world is acting more and more and more like the world. And I think the world is becoming more and more and more and more deceived. And so, my prayer, and what is our part? Our part is to continue to speak the truth and to continue to pray that the Holy Spirit will fall upon our leaders, fall upon our nation, and open up the eyes of the unbelievers. Paul's eyes. When he met Christ, at first he was blinded, but then his eyes were opened and he became from a persecutor of the church to an apostle of the church because he met Christ. He was blind. He thought he was serving God by doing all these horrible things. And these people in control in our government, they believe they're serving God and they're doing the great holy, just things for our nation. Meanwhile, they're completely deceived. They're completely blind. And we have an obligation to pray over them and do spiritual warfare. Pray for our president. Do warfare against this deception that's upon him and the deception upon our congressmen and our senators, Father, and our mayors and governors. The deception that so many people, not, not, not all our leaders are under deception, but so many of them are. But we can pray for them and we can do spiritual warfare and battle for them, that God will open up the eyes of our nation and of our leaders. We no longer have to be blind. And you who are listening to self-talk, you're blessed. You are blessed because God has opened up your eyes so you can see him and his truth. And that is a blessing we should praise God for all the time. Amen. Amen. Well, Lord, I thank you, Father, for each person listening to me. I thank you, Lord, uh, for this podcast. I thank you, Lord, for those who would even choose maybe to support this podcast to help us, Lord. But Father, I give that all to you. Lord, I thank you, Father. Uh, There's a man named Jim who's on the verge of divorce. And Lord, I thank you, Father, that Jim will know the words to say and that there's a reconciliation is still possible and the work of the enemy in Jim's marriage will will not continue anymore. That work will not continue. That deception will not continue anymore. In Jesus' name. And Father, I just thank you, Father, for um, Charisma Podcast Network. And I thank you for all my followers, Lord. Ask your Holy Spirit to touch them. And Lord, I pray that we'll go to a, a whole new level of appreciation, Father, of appreciating who you are and the gifts that you have given us and the, the ability to discern you, to know you, have a relationship with you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Dr. Raysell, me with self-talk. God bless you. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's show. I really appreciate you. Couldn't do it without you. Please uh, look at the show notes and we got some great links there. We got a new store with all kinds of cool stuff, which also helps us scholarship, give scholarships to our students. That's icmcollege.org slash merch, M-E-R-C-H. Don't forget, uh, if you're interested in getting a college degree, a seminary degree, and finish that dream of getting a college education, how about a Holy Spirit-filled education, and get equipped for your call of God, go to icmcollege.org forward slash enroll. If God's called you, it's time to get equipped. If you got any ideas for the show, email me at drrayself at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to today's show. Love you much and God bless you.